three, two, one, cheers. Welcome back to another episode of the Ben and Brittany podcast. We still don't know if we want to call it Ben and Brittany or Brittany and Ben. I like Ben and Brittany. (laughs) I like Ben and Brittany. You do? I do. All right, all right, cool. Ben and Brittany it is from here on out. Chris Helfrick calls us Bentony. Bentony. Mm -hmm. That's just weird. I thought Thanks for that, Chris. (laughs) When we get married someday, hint, hint, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Oh. Um, (laughs) BG squared. I thought that was cute. Mm, all right, yeah. Cause, yeah, because both of our initials will be BG then. Mm-hmm. Brittany Giles, Ben And Giles. you have BG Music, BG Cinematics, BG Vlogs. BG2. BG Podcast. Yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe. We'll see. Might do some rebranding in the future. But for now, mm-hmm. we're Ben and Brittany. <laughs> all right, what so. What would it be if we had a baby? I don't know. What's it, what is it called when it's to the third power? Is it just BG? Cubed. Cubed. Yeah, Ben. BG Cubed. Yeah, but what about Kaylin and Kinsley? We can't just like leave them no, out of the we family. Can, no, they name. get to be added. Yeah. By default, they well, may not have the last name, but they'll but they're still a part of the BG family. But it wouldn't be BG unless it was Ben Giles Jr. I don't want a junior. I want I want my son if I have a son to be his own man. That's right. We he already need, he doesn't need this. to share my name. We won't talk be about his that. own person, but. It's, that's not what this podcast is about, <laughs> Sorry, I took... All right. Sorry. So I need a sip of beer for this topic because this topic is parenting fails, and we've had plenty. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say more or less than the average person, but I will say that thing, like it happens. Like You fail as a parent because, like, let's be honest, nobody really knows exactly what they're doing. You just have a educated guess right (laughs) and every child is different so what works with Kaylin when she was two oh let's hold him up meanwhile didn't this is Kaylin for those of you who are watching the podcast it is on video this is Kaylin and this is Miss Kinsley the redhead hold it up for the thumbnail we gotta have thumbnail but don't judge. Right. Um, sometimes we call her Ginger Snap, but it's totally fine. Yeah, Kins- or Kinsley has bright red hair. Kaylin is a really stark blonde. Mm-hmm. But um, we're going to talk about some fails that we had. Before we started this podcast, Brittany wrote down some, <laughs> some of the notable fails that we had. And I think the first one I'd like to start by saying was a fail on my behalf. And I'm just going to tell the story. I um, think before we get into that, though... It's just, um, I think it's good to talk about it because I think some people feel so guilty. Like, it's funny. Was it funny, funny in the now. moment? It was not funny was at not the time. It was not funny in the moment, but it's funny now. And oh. just know, like... I thought you're, I was going to have a panic attack. You're not alone. I think because, like, social media, it's always like, oh, look at my kid. It's so cute. Guilty. I'm guilty of that. I'm always posting good pictures of the girls. Yeah. Never posting pictures of them when they're having a meltdown in the middle of Target because <laughs> they want the Minnie Mouse potty seat when they don't even need potty seats anymore yeah. because they use the big girl toilet. Like, yeah. or they <laughs> I don't want post another, stuff like that. another, like, container of slime, and they haven't even played with the last three. Or if they, they did, they threw it in the trash because it got all over the house. 
Or because it doesn't have activator. Yeah, that's a whole other story. That, that could be a podcast in itself. <laughs> slime with activator. If you know where to find slime with activator. Apparently, in it. activator is what makes the slime stick together. And Kaylin uh, was having a conniption because the last thing of slime we got her did not have activator in it. And it was not sticking together. That's our first fail. Mm-hmm. That is our first fail of the evening. Yeah, slime. <laughs> slime without slime activator. Slime without activator. Fail number one. <laughs> but no, the real fail. And this, this is, is like <laughs> this, this is, is probably the biggest. Super fail. super funny now, like, but it was very very um, taxing on my psyche when it was happening. So. And you had a show that night. And I had a show that night, and I was off all day. Like after and this night. happened, I was like, my brain was frazzled. Um, what had happened was we split off and Brittany took the girls or she took you took Kaylin to a fair no I took Kaylin to a buyer consultation at Starbucks uh, but it was a trip but no remember I took the girls to the fair when you went to your show well you took her somewhere. Where did you take her? We, I took her to Starbucks for a buyer consultation okay she came with me for me to go over the home buying process for first time home buyers. And because it was just her, it was somebody I knew, I was able to bring her with me. Yeah. And uh, meanwhile, Kinsley and I, Kinsley is two years old, by the way, go to the park together. And we're just having a day, having fun at the park. Well, we get to the park, and it is, what is it? There was nobody there. I don't know what day of the week it was, but there was no one there. It was just Kinsley. It was a Saturday morning. It was a Saturday morning, and it was just Kinsley and me. And this park was not right next to the road. You had to turn off the road down this little, like, path, and then you got to the parking lot where the park was. And Kinsley and I are playing, having a great time. And I know that, you know, I need to have my phone on me at all times in case Brittany calls because if she calls me for something, can't get a hold of me, she's going to start to think something happened to Kinsley and I. So I always keep my phone on me. While we were playing, I realized that Kinsley's phone or Kinsley, my phone was was dead. It was about to die. It was at one percent. So I grabbed Kinsley and we go to my car to plug the phone in. When we get there, I realize that my phone will not charge unless the car is started. So I turn the car on, I plug my phone in, it's charging, we're good to go. We go play some more. After a little while goes by, it's time to leave. I get Kinsley and I put her in the car, which is running, in the passenger seat because I have all of my band equipment in the back. And there is no back seat. It's just the driver's seat and the passenger seat. So I strap her in to the front seat like a NASCAR driver because she's two years old and her, her, like, her car seat has harnesses over the shoulders, over the legs. Like I strapped her in and I close the door and I start walking to the driver's side and I hear <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. Oh my god, no! I ran over back to her side and I tried to open the door and the door is locked. Kinsley had the ability to reach one button and it was the lock button. And she locked herself, my keys, my cell phone, and the car was running in the car. And I freak out. I'm like, oh my god, Kinsley, what did you do? Oh my god! And I'm looking at her, and she's just looking at me like, uh, are you going to get in, big guy? My juice needs opened. I can't open it on my own, you idiot. Get in the car. Like, she has no idea 
what is happening? And I'm like, Kinsley, you need to reach for the button, the silver button. And she's just looking at me like, uh, can we go home? <laughs> like, uh, what are you doing? Is this a game? Is this a game? I don't, <laughs> this is not a fun game. What are you doing, big guy? Get in the car. And I'm like, Kinsley, you locked yourself in there. I cannot get to you. And after about 10 minutes, I am <clears throat> like starting to think I'm going to have to break a window. And the only reason I didn't break a window right away was because I knew that if she just stretched her arm a little farther, she could get the unlock. And I felt like I could talk her into doing that. And like a little bit goes by and I noted the only reason I didn't unlock the door is because the heater wasn't on. On the way there, she was cold and she asked me to turn the heat on. So I turned the heater on and my heater in my car like kicks booty hole. It gets hot, real hot, real fast. <laughs> so if I locked, if she locked herself in the car and then the heater was on, I would have immediately went to the back, pat like driver's side door on the opposite side of her, and busted that window in and got her out. But the heater wasn't on, so I was like, okay, we can, we can, we can get through this without calling mom. <laughs> like I was so, I was panicking so hard, um, oh, because I, yeah, I couldn't leave. I couldn't leave the car to try to flag somebody down because if you like Kinsey would have panicked because like if you just leave a child in a car and walk, I don't know how far it was, but it was a good distance. It was like a good 70 yards to the road to try to flag somebody down. She's not going to be able to see me. She freaks out. That's the worst part. If she was freaking out in the car while she was locked in there, I would have broke the window. But she wasn't. She was just sitting there like, ha ha, I'm two. <laughs> I'm fine. When are you going to get in? Uh, what's going on here? I, like, she was just not phased. And then after a while, I start to get a little a little more, um, I don't know if, the word, if intense is the word, but a little bit more panicked. I'm like, Kinsley, like, listen to me. Listen to me. You need to get out of your, wiggle your arms out of your car seat, you need to reach this button. And I'm pointing to this button. And at this point, I'm yelling to her because my car is on and the radio is playing. So <laughs> if you were somebody that just happened to walk by, you saw me screaming at a two-year-old in my car. <laughs> and I'm just, oh, ah. so all of this is going down. And finally, resourceful little Kinsley, after about 35 minutes, she figured out how to wiggle her little arms out of her car seat, and she reached the door and pulled the handle, and I got in. And as soon as I got that door open, I didn't, like, hug Kinsley or kiss her or nothing. I went right for the keys, pulled them out, and <laughs> was like, oh! They were in my hand, and I was like, Kinsley, high five. We did it. And she was just like, about time. High five me. We got in and drove away, and I was losing my mind. You were definitely off the rest of the day. Uh, yeah, because like I, it was bad. Like I couldn't call anybody. I couldn't do anything. Yeah, it was just Kinsley and I, back a dirt road, by ourselves. Her locked in the car, and I, I didn't know if I could break the window or if it was going to cut me or like what was going to happen. There was all these variables. Yeah, <laughs> and you weren't at like a super popular park either. No, there was no one there. Yeah, that park isn't the one that you went to. Was not a big. I mean, it's not a bad park, but it's no, just it a, nice park. a lot of people just don't go to that one. It was off the beaten path. It was not, like, right next to a school or anything. Yeah. 
but yeah, that I is definitely it, it's better that it happened with Kinsley than it happening with Kaylin because Kaylin has anxiety like I do and she would Kaylin at two years old would have freaked Kaylin immediately would have started crying like yeah. there would have been no talking her through it what or maybe it would have taken a while like to get through the tears yeah but <clears throat> Kinsley was just like Kinsley's, she was a rock the whole time at one point she looked at me and started to like get a sad face and be about to cry and I heard her say I don't like this game like she thought Aww. it was a game <laughs> and she thought that I was just not getting in <laughs> but like but like that only lasted for about 10 seconds and then she started to try to get like, she started to realize what was happening right right and, and she, she realized got, that she had to get out of that car seat so you could get in she's that, a smart little whip she is that was crazy though like I oh yeah I never want to experience that again that screwed me up and then same day I took so Ben then had a show that night which he forgot like half the stuff he was supposed to bring because he was so like distraught from his experience earlier yeah, in the day like, I left all the merch at home all this yeah all. and it's understandable because a that's never a good feeling to lock a kid in a car <laughs> at, the, at the end of the day she was well. safe she was safe and that's what's important she was safe. Mm-hmm. She was in her car seat. There wasn't like a way for her to like put the car in gear with you outside. You know what I mean? Like she was. No, she could have. She couldn't reach. She probably couldn't reach, but if she, but she might have been able to kick it. Well, you. I and think had was, you had you scary. noticed that happening, I think you would have broke had, a window. Yeah. But the, at the end of the day, though, she was. She, we were on flat ground. There was nowhere for her to roll. You, she was safe. Yeah. And you figured it out, and it was fine. But mentally distraught, nonetheless. And anyway, That's ben, why I need beer. Yeah. We don't have the kids on Wednesdays, by the way. We record these podcasts on Wednesdays. So on Wednesday evenings, Brittany and I podcast yeah. and have a beer. We never have them Wednesdays and Thursdays. So Wednesday is kind of like our chill night. Like, ah, breathe. <laughs> but um, that same day, so Ben goes to his show. So I took the girls to Mayfair at Kaylin School. And... A friend of mine from high school met me there with her daughter and there was this there was a couple blow-up houses and there was this one big one but it was supposed to be like the wacky blow-up house well I let Kinsley go in with Kaylin because I'm thinking it's a blow-up house like how well, crazy can this blow-up house yeah. be <laughs> well out comes Kaylin no Kinsley. out comes her friend no Kinsley so I'm like all right well wait a minute a minute goes by and I'm like where the heck is Kinsley? So then I start thinking, like, could somebody have, like, snagged her from the back and me not realize it? Like, all these things start going into my head. Does she fall and get hurt? Like, of course, the kidnapping one is the first one that I think of. So <laughs> I asked my friend, um, like, thank goodness she was there. I asked her, can you wait with Kaylin and your daughter and I'll go in and get Kinsley. And of course she said yes. So I went in looking for Kinsley. And as I go in this bounce house, it's a lot crazy. Like it is called the wacky bounce house it's for like a, a reason. It was a maze. And the they had like these blow up tubes to help make it look like a maze. They were way taller than Kinsley. So I'm sitting like at that moment, I'm like, she's lost in here. Like there's no way she could, from her perception, she can't see over anything. She could easily spin around and not know which way. She could just like. be walking in circles. And I'm like <laughs> going through this thing and there's like these climb things. You got to climb up and then you got to slide down. But you could go left or right. Like it truly was 
like a like a corn maze for a kid mm. and i was like oh my gosh i start panicking and this little boy i think could tell like he was probably eight or nine that was in there and he saw me and he was like are you okay and i was like i can't find my daughter have you seen a little redhead and he goes, I'll help you. Like, thank goodness Kinsley has red hair. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, you'd be like, I seen a girl. Right. I, I, need a, I need to find a girl. <laughs> so, yeah, it was just, it, it was so easy because she was probably the only redhead there that I, at least I noticed. And he helped me look for her. And he was able to get in some of the places that I just, I probably could have fit. But it was a lot easier for him to go through these tunnels. <laughs> no 29-year-old mom wants to be crawling I'm through like, a bounce oh, maze. I mean, but I would. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I hear him go, I found her. And I looked over, and he actually had to like lift her up to me. Yeah. And Kinsley, um, at first, was like, when, she, you could, when I first saw her, she was like all smiles. But then when he started to pick her up to me... She, um, she started to panic. She was like, Mom. And I was like, I'm right here. He's just helping you get back to Mommy. And then she was fine. Yeah. Um, but after that, I was like, yeah, no more bounce houses. But that all happened in one day. Like, she got locked in a car in the morning with Ben. And then that afternoon, she got lost in a wacky bounce house. Mm. And I was like, this kid, A, is super resilient. Too because nice. right after that, she started to pull away from me because she wanted to go to an ice cream truck. Because my friend was like, oh, I bet she won't leave your side now. Because she kind of, like, she's not afraid. She's not afraid of anything. And she, I said, no, we can't get ice cream just yet. We need to wait until the end. And she just started to walk away from me. Yeah. Like, she did not care that she was just lost two seconds ago. Yep. She, she's uh, just yeah. very brave and very stubborn. That reminds me. When you just said she's not afraid of anything, that reminded me of another parenting fail that we did not put on this list. Oh, Old Navy, Cacaw. That wasn't a fail. That um, was just a funny thing. I but don't know. My parenting fail is I almost let Kinsley drown four feet from me. Yeah. Do you remember that? You, it wasn't you. I almost let her drown. How did you let her drown? Because she was right next to me and I did not know she was drowning. <laughs> well, there was, okay, let's back up because this sounds really bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, let me tell this one. Okay, so we're at the pool, right? And uh, Brittany's brother shows up with water balloons. So we're all having fun with these water balloons. Well, Kinsley and Kaylin are in the the pool with their swimmies on and everything and when they have like mad amounts of floaties on yeah like Oops. they they couldn't drown if they tried when when they have these floaties on well we let Kinsley take them off because she was complaining about them and she was just sitting at the shallow end where there are steps and she was splashing around with her feet in the water right next to the shallow end where the steps are or it's one of those underwater jets that like feed the pool that was where I was filling up a water balloon when Kinsley decided to step down or to walk into the pool didn't realize that there was an extra step that next step was too deep for her she could not touch so she back up a little bit what she actually said before she did it she knew what she was doing oh did she because she said watch me because Every, like Dennis was jumping in and doing like crazy oh. dives and then my dad was like cannonballing in and we were all throwing these water balloons at each other so Kinsey's like I'm in like I'm game watch me and she like jumped into the pool 
and I'm right next to her filling up a water balloon like and meanwhile I don't want anyone to think that we took our eyes off her because no, you I, were watching her I was just I, I, was I took my eyes off of her the entire time one second so Ben took his eyes off of her but I was still watching I would never let her near the pool without a floaty I would never let her near the pool even with a floaty without keeping my eyes on her <laughs> yeah. the fact was is that she just decided when Ben wasn't because Ben normally would catch them I was right I was right there yeah and yeah and he was right next to her she just decided Ben didn't need to catch her no, mommy didn't just, need to catch her and she was like watch me and she just went and I yelled for Ben because yeah. he was closest. You, yeah. And it was, that's like, Ben is like my security blanket. So that's like my anxiousness. Like, I'm not yelling at him, but I'm yelling for him because yeah. I know. You just yelled Ben, and I turned around to see what you wanted. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? And then, and then I, I just. And I see you sprinting towards me, and I look right next to me, and Kinsley's like. <laughs> not funny then, funny Oh, now. and then we got her, and she didn't even cry. No, I. She was just like. I remember I like dove them because like running to her was not quick enough and I like dove under and when I went under the water I pushed her up above the water you grabbed her yeah and then I came up and like I was about in a panic attack she was totally fine this all happened in like two seconds yeah (laughs) she's just like what happened she didn't swallow any water like she knew how to hold her breath (laughs) she was fine but then she just goes what happened and I was like Kinsley you cannot jump in the pool without your floaty. Yeah, she knows you that don't now. float. Like it, it, at that point in her life, she had not connected. No, that it was the floaty that kept her up. So she thought she could just jump in. So anyway, to this day, she's not allowed to even be on the gate without a floaty, even if we're all in there. Because I just, at the end of the day, that's all it takes is one second. Like you hear that all the time. Mm-hmm. You cannot take your eyes off of your child you when, you're, when they're in a pool. They will be gone. Because had I had <laughs> Ben looked away and I looked away, assuming that the other one was watching, for for ten seconds, that could have been bad. That could have been the end of her. But and, <laughs> and to this day, we're very good. Like if I have to go to the bathroom, say, I'll be like Ben. I'm going to the bathroom. It's a very clear like okay, Ben knows. Yeah. Then I'm like bing. Right His on. eyes are the only ones, and then same thing, babe. I'm going inside to get a, to get a water. <laughs> okay, now I know. Like it's just my eyes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I just the way that first came off was like almost worse than what well, it really I, was. I was setting the stage for yeah. a good story. It wasn't like, like she she wasn't she wasn't in any real real danger for any longer. Than no, because we always we do always make sure that somebody has their <laughs> eyes like, on our kids. But like yeah, she almost drowned right next to me. Yeah. <laughs> Super scary. Funny now, not funny then. No. What's next? The cacao thing, I kind of think, is a fail in the sense that it's a win for you, a fail for me. So I was shopping for clothes, and Ben was trying to keep the girls occupied and like making it fun. So Ben was doing this thing where he'd be like, cacao. And then the kids would do like funny things like salute. They or, would they would run. I would I told the kids I was like, if you ever hear me, this was like a safety measure. Like I was like, if you ever hear me go caca, you run to me and you salute. <laughs> the salute. And was that was five. that was so. If I ever like didn't know where they went for one second, I could be like caca, and they knew that they had to find me and run to me. Right. And Kinsley did not get that. Kinsley, no, she super understood it but she did it in the wrong way yeah so kayla knew that that meant like in case we got separated by accident like i went one way around a clothes rack and she went the other way 
and got lost that she could listen to our <laughs> call kind of like what's the pool game there Marco Polo Marco Polo kind of yeah. like that it's like that but it's like our thing so she knows it's us calling mm. for her basically Kinsley took that as Kaylin is five Kinsley is two and Kinsley is brave Kaylin is not so much Kinsley took that as well I got the whole run of Old Navy because as long as I could call <laughs> right, as long as I could call, and if Ben could cause, I run to him, and all of a sudden, I just see her dart, and she like turned a corner, and I was like, Kinsley May, and she, and goes, she just she just starts running back to me, Ca-ca! Ca-ca! <laughs> and I'm like, Kinsley. Yeah. <laughs> she thought she could roam the whole store as long as she, she as long as she yeah, could and I just like looked at Ben like, no, not happening. This cannot happen. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Kaylin was standing next to me like this, just saluting. <laughs> Kayla was like, I'm ready. Yeah. And I'm over here like, no, Ben, you need to hold on to Kinsley. There yeah. is no caca code for her <laughs> because she will. She will just run. And that's what she did. She thought yeah. if she was just all smiles. Caca. <laughs> Horrible. What other fails we got? Uh, coffee. So Kinsley, oh, yeah. you know, all little girls and boys, I think, like to pretend to make mom coffee and tea. Well, I drink real coffee, and Kaylin knows it. She helps Ben make me coffee every single morning. Kinsley does. Or, yeah, Kinsley does, sorry. And Kinsley really wants to try my coffee. Like, every day, Mommy, I have some, you know, all the time. No, no. And one day, she wouldn't let it go. Like, I kept saying, no, Kinsley, you can't have coffee. It's not good for you. And most of the time, that kind of thing works. Like, if I say, no, this is, if I'm drinking, like, a glass of wine, I could say, no, this is mommy juice. It's not good for you. You can't have it. They let it go. This particular day, she would not let go coffee. So finally I go, okay, fine. You want to have some coffee? I'll give you coffee. I'm thinking, oh, I've got this in the bag. I'm so smart. She's going to have one sip of this black black. coffee and think it's nasty. And then she's going to get over it and never ask for it again. So I get her a small cup of all black coffee. No judgment, please, because I really thought she was going to take a sip and be like, Ew. Yeah, right. You know? No, this girl takes one sip and she goes, mm. Yum. <laughs> and she just takes another sip and another sip. And finally, I have to take it from her because she's like about to gulp down this cup of warm, like it wasn't hot to the burning point, but it was fresh coffee. And she liked it. Mm-hmm. So I call that a parenting fail because. Which is weird because I don't like coffee. And a, it, a lot of people don't like black coffee, but Kinsley, my two-year-old, apparently does. So now, when I have coffee, I have to keep my cup out of her reach because she fiends for it. Mm-hmm. Like, she she knows if I'm not looking, like if I'm washing dishes and I have my coffee on the table to have on my little breaks, she will sit there and sneak sips. I've caught her doing it. Mm. So me letting her have tastes... Next thing she know, next thing you know, she's like, I want to play with all of my toys right now yeah. at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> I'll help you clean the whole house, man. So not as not as dramatic as some of our other ones, but yeah. that was one of those things where I really thought like, oh, I'm going to make her this black coffee and then she's going to leave me alone. And yeah. now instead it's be created like an Yeah, addiction. don't do that because I did the same thing with Kaylin, who's five, with a sip of beer. Yeah. She wanted to try a beer. We were at the Legion having wings with your family, and she wanted a sip of beer. So I gave her a little sip of beer because she asked me like four times. I and gave you're her thinking a little like, sip, fine, thinking like yeah. you're going to think this is gross because when I was a kid, I had a sip of my dad's beer, and it was nasty. Yeah. 
And <clears throat> she took one sip and went, yum, and got that, like, look in her eye, like, mm, this is my new favorite drink. And I'm like, oh, God. And then we were like, never again. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah. that's it. No ben, more. Ben got in trouble for that one. Um, <laughs> oh, here's a good one. Um, so Kaylin is in kindergarten, and we have to send her a snack and a water bottle every oh, day. Oh, yeah. So we do, religiously. And she gets a snack, a water bottle, and sometimes a packed lunch every day. Mm-hmm. And honestly, most of the time we make her, I hate to say it like that, we make her buy lunch because at kindergarten, in the beginning of the year, she had to bring a blanket, snack, water bottle, an extra set of clothes in case she had an accident. And then to have her pack her lunch on top of that, her backpack was so full, she couldn't carry it. Yeah, she was way too heavy for it. And if you put an apple, a sandwich, and a juice box in a lunch box that's that equal that adds up yeah on top of it so it was everything it was just just too too much much. so anyway um we're supposed to though we do have to pack an afternoon snack and a water bottle afternoon snack meaning like a small bag of cheez-its or cheerios or and there's all these like restrictions like it can't have any nuts in it it can't have peanut butter in it it can't have gummies in it so her snacks are kind of limited to what they can be and I try to make it, because at the beginning of the year, the teacher said that they were supposed to be, they were preferably to be healthier snacks. Like instead of a bag of chips, you do crackers, whatever. So I took that very seriously. So like we did goldfish or sometimes cereal. Um, I let her do like a little bag of miniature cookies a couple times just to change it up. But I was letting her kind of pick mm-hmm. to try to keep it interesting. Well. We did grapes before. She wanted grapes. We did do grapes one time. And, well, finally, her aunt, who puts her on and off the bus for us, realized one day that, like, she hadn't eaten her afternoon snack that had been sent in her backpack between me sending it with them and then her dad, on his day, sending snack with her. Like, her snack was always still in her backpack, like, not yeah, touched. She's like, what's going on here? Are you not eating snack? And then finally... Um, Kaylin came clean that here she's been telling her teacher that we, her parents, <laughs> have been forgetting to pack her snack in water every day. Every day. Every we day. forgot to pack her a snack. For like weeks. Like this went on for weeks. And like I did, I'll admit, I forgot to pack snack one day in the beginning of the year. And I got and it. That's probably the day she realized that yeah. she could ask somebody else for a snack. If if when I forgot the snack, she had asked her teacher. She told her teacher like, "I mommy forgot to pack me a snack." So her teacher had like stored snacks, which were only for when your parents forgot. But and they hold on. were. So go ahead. And I got a note sent home in her folder like, "Please remember to pack a snack every day in a water bottle." Like, you know, I got reminded. Mm-hmm. And this probably happened twice the entire year. Between me and her dad, like we, I think we each forgot a snack one time. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so fast forward until recent year, we recent weeks, and we find out that Kaylin remembered that her teacher had way better snacks, which were cheese puffs. Yeah, Mrs. Don't, we won't say her name. Yeah, Mrs. Teacher had cheese puffs. And Kaylin had figured out if Which, by the way, cheese puffs were better than her snack, she could just say that we forgot to pack her a snack. Yeah, which <laughs> cheese puffs are not healthy. They're not, but like Mrs. 
teacher probably doesn't like hand out snacks all the time. That's probably just what she had. They were probably reward treats. Probably. You know? Very true. So anyway, Kaylin was like, yo, these cheese curls or whatever you call them, cheese puffs, way better than my goldfish, way better than my Vel- Belvita blueberry crackers that I picked out of the grocery <laughs> store the other day, way better than whatever. We packed Cheerios, um, Special case cereal. We were sending Teddy Grahams. Any, oh, any, Regardless, cheese puffs are her vice. And to the point where sweet, innocent little Kaylin lied to her teacher every day. For a long time. <laughs> and they finally just, and they I guess they realized, like, all right, these parents are not sending her snack, so we're not even going to put these notes in the folder. Or my heart is hoping that the teacher realized that we were sending snack and that Kaylin just really wanted cheese puffs. But I don't know if they would do that because I feel like they would teach them, like, no, you have to eat what you brought. But I don't know. I, yeah. So, regardless, this happened, we told her about, like, we had a a conversation with her about lying and, you know, it, it doesn't make mommy, Ben... Her dad, her Aunt Ashley, because she lives with her Aunt Ashley when she stays with her dad half the time. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, that makes us all look like we don't take care of you and that we're not following the rules. And, you know, it, it's just not good to lie because then people won't believe you. And we have this conversation. Two days later, her snacks in her backpack. <laughs> she comes home and she did it again. It. And she just, she like craves those cheese puffs so finally i told her we had to kind of give her like the rundown of the boy who cried wolf because we're like someday like you're gonna need something and no someone's and no one's gonna believe you because you just keep lying like Mm -hmm. we had to kind of blow it out of proportion because she thought it was funny and it kind of is i get cheese yeah it kind of is funny like if you think about it it's quite resourceful she's you can't be mad at her for being smart but you can be mad at her for lying right so that's definitely... Um, it takes intelligence to lie, most, at least, you know, at the age of five. Yeah. <clears throat> so, kudos to her for that, I guess. <laughs> She's very resourceful. But I would call that a parenting fail, for sure. Um, just a, a couple other minor ones. Um, I definitely, I scheduled a showing one day too close to parent-teacher conference, and I left myself just enough time to get from the showing to the conference, and wouldn't you know, there was an accident on the interstate and I missed parent-teacher conference. Um, My heart was in my stomach that day. I felt (laughs) quite low. Um, But those things happen. Like, I feel like nobody's immune to stuff like that. And it's one of those things like, I can't feed my kids if I don't get paid. You know what I mean? Like, if we don't make money, we can't provide shelter. Mm -hmm. We can't provide food. So it's just a very hard... I bet you a lot of parents deal with that. Like, oh, I have to work today to you know put food on the table we can barely pay the bills blah 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 um but you know my junior has a baseball game and i can't go yeah because i have to work but mm-hmm. junior's not going to understand right you know right that's a tough that's a whole like that's an issue right there in itself like yeah. a lot of parents give a lot to just to just make sure that they can make ends meet and sometimes 
it is almost necessary to sacrifice a little bit of family time to make sure that that happens, mm -hmm. which sucks. It does. But it's, it's like, that's a harsh reality. It's like a brick mm -hmm. in your stomach when that happens. I know you've had to miss a couple things because you had shows. Yeah. And it's like, it's just, it's hard on everyone. Like, we know that it's you have to do it. It's hard on me, and I'm not biologically their father. Yet. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I've definitely... Uh, I've done that. I have sent Kaylin an address, forgetting that it was field day. <laughs> address, address and flip-flops. And flip-flops. On field day. On field day. Yep, that's me. Um, <laughs> I put everything in my calendar to the point that if I forget to put it in my calendar, it doesn't exist. It uh -huh. does not happen. I don't remember it. My brain does a brain dump. And I forgot to put the re... What happened is, is there was field day. I sent her totally 110% prepared. Field day got rescheduled because it rained. And we forgot to put it And in. I forgot to put the rescheduled field day <laughs> in my calendar. Yeah, I, I bet you a dollar there was a lot of other kids that showed up unprepared for field day that day. Luckily, again, she gets on the bus at her aunt's house. Yeah. Her aunt had another set of clothes that she which, could change into. Yeah. So aunt saved the day, which thank goodness for that. And thank goodness that we all have that like relationship where... You know, she she takes care of Kaylin and Kinsley like they were her own kids. I will I will give her that. Um, another kind of big one. So we sleep trained the kids, which is a parenting win. That was However, a huge win because it was a very long, drawn out, painstaking process. It was like a two week. I I would say it was about two hard weeks. Mm -hmm. um, because we have fifty fifty with their father so it's not like you have this whole week of consistency like they have consistency for a couple of days and they go to their dad's and they come back to our house for a couple of days and um so it, it took a couple of weeks to to sleep train them mm -hmm. um however well for, for fail, those of you who don't know sleep training is essentially a term that means you get your kid to go to bed on time without a conniption, like a, without a hissy fit, without right. them crying all night, without them being afraid of the dark. Mm -hmm. That's they, what it is. They sleep in their own bed. They go to bed at bedtime. Yeah. No questions asked. I love you. Kisses. Bedtime story. Good night. Peace out. I'll which, see you in the morning. Which okay. now is a breeze. Yeah. Pretty much a breeze. Mm-hmm. But anyway... The fail, this is kind of funny. So, those two weeks were, like we said, rough. The first night, or maybe even the second night, I can't remember. It was really bad. I mean, screaming, tears. For? Door slamming. Hours. Hours. Like, to the point where you, you're, you're confused because you're like, I couldn't scream that loud for that long if I tried like I would my head would explode mm -hmm. but the girls were both just relentlessly screaming on a supernatural level like it was and not they share even... a room like they share a room yeah so it's not like they're alone but if one's ready to fall asleep and the other one isn't they're both then up. they're both up and when one starts crying the other one would start crying and it was just very ugly for those two weeks and finally I said this partly out of truth because we live in a condo. So we have a condo below us, oh a condo God. behind us, and a condo, if you're looking at our condo, to the right of us. So we're surrounded by three other 
condos. Yeah. And Kaylin was screaming very loudly. For hours. And it was just getting louder and louder and like the fit was like, getting look, look worse. Look at my face. This this is the this is my face when I think about that day. It was draining. For those of you who are listening, it's just a blank like stare at the wall like uh it's, it was bad. Yeah. It was a terrible night. I remember being worried that Ben Such might leave. Such a sweet leave. little girl, too. Because um, <laughs> this was in the beginning of when Ben moved in. So there's all these changes mm-hmm. going on in their life. Like, Ben moved in, and we weren't living at my parents' house anymore. And um, My camera just died. It did. It did. For those of you listening, this is your five minutes with Brittany. While, or two minutes, one minute with Brittany, <laughs> while I... Fix the camera. <laughs> so anyway, should I just continue? Yeah. Okay. So, um, I finally said to Kaylin through all this crying, I said, Kaylin, you have got to stop yelling or the cops are going to come. Like it is, I think at this point it was 11 o'clock at night. It was late, very late. And I was actually to the point where I was concerned um, did you fix it? Or? Yeah, we're recording. Oh, I think. We? Yeah. Okay. So I was actually concerned that, like, maybe one of our neighbors would call the cops. Like, she was so loud, and it was so late at night, and I just, I had had it mentally. Ben had had it mentally. It was, it was very exhausting, and I finally said to her, like, the cops are going to come if you don't stop. Yeah, because, like, she was thumping, slamming her feet, yes. her body on the ground, like, to the point where, like... Our neighbors below us literally could have thought we were, like, hurting her. Yeah. And, (laughs) and, like, they could have... It was not out of the question. She was just flailing in her bedroom for no reason. It was very weird. But I guess that's that's kind of a normal thing in this... Now now that I've read about it and heard about it, like, it is very normal. But at the time, it did not feel normal, and it felt horrible. So I threatened the cops, and she stopped. She stopped. I remember that first night she stopped. She went to bed. Like, I don't want the cops to come. Well, this is where here's the, the fail. fail lies. Here's where the fail lies. So we thought that was a win. Oh, it was a temporary win. Next night, same thing. Screaming, kicking. I don't want to go to bed. Blah blah blah. Mind you, these girls have to be up at six a.m. Mm-hmm. because they have to be at their aunt's house at seven to get on the bus on time and for Ben and I to start our day. Um, I have to be at the office as a requirement by eight thirty. So anyway. We have to have a bedtime because they do have to get up super early. And if they don't get the proper amount of sleep, they're bears in the morning. Like, it's horrible getting them up. Yeah. They, they so this is truly listen. a necessary thing that we're doing to make sure that they get the amount of hours of sleep, which still technically they're not getting, but the amount of hours that they can possibly get. So they anyway. like 17 hours a night. They're supposed ridiculous to have 13 at their age. They're supposed to have 13, 13 hours. 13 hours at 5 and 2? Yeah. Get out of here. Well, that's you witness crazy. it every morning. Kaylin still has a hard time getting up with the bedtime. Uh, yeah, that's funny. But anyway, back back to the story. So next night, same horrible, horrible stuff. So I finally go, okay, fine. I'm going to threaten the cops again. But Kaylin, if you don't go to sleep, the cops might come. It didn't work well this time. No. It incited. Straight up fear. Week-long anxiety. No, it was like weeks. More than a week? It, Every, I thought it was like really intense. Well, for this a week. this particular night, 
she would not go to sleep because it was constantly, are the cops going to come? Are the co- I don't want the cops to come. And mm-hmm. we would finally get her to relax. And she would start to fall asleep or so we thought. And we'd be in bed and I would be in bed about to fall asleep finally. And that she would come in, are the cops going to come? Did you call yeah. the cops and tell Multiple them not to come? Multiple times a night just coming into the room. Horrible. So that went on <clears throat> for a while. Which means she's laying in bed just thinking like, oh, are they? Are yeah, they coming? Are they coming? Oh my God. And okay, I'm going to get up and ask. This is bad for some, parent fail for several reasons. A, I don't want her to be afraid of cops. No. Cops are bad. not bad people. Cops are great people. And what I should be teaching her is all the good they do for the community. Yeah, cops are <laughs> cops are here to protect us, uh, not hurt us, and right. we made her feel like and not take cops our kids were away. Like the de- like they don't come take kids away from families <laughs> just because you don't go to bed at night. <laughs> and then B, it was bad because it truly like it instilled the bad type of fear. Like there's like the mom fear where like I can give them the mom look, that yeah. fear, and they like quit acting up in public. That's a good mom fear. Bad mom fear is like when they're waking you up every 15 minutes because they think the cops are coming. So then that triggered like all these other little fears. So like for a couple weeks, it'd be like, are the cops going to come? No, Kaylin, the cops aren't coming. This it, is, well, yeah, then then the toilet paper oh, ran yeah. out. Is the night. toilet paper going to run yeah, out? Yeah, so we replaced the toilet paper. She's like, there's no toilet paper in the bathroom. And this was at like, what, 9 o'clock at night yeah. after they had been in bed? And then every day for weeks after that, she's like, are the cops coming? No. Is the toilet paper going to run out? No. Are you going to shut the door? No. Are you going to leave? Yeah. No. Are you we going- never left. We have never left you here. Are you going to bed at the same time as us? Oh, that like, they would. She would cling to these little, these little things. Mm-hmm. Like cling to them for weeks. Like it was every, for, for a couple weeks after that, it was like she had a list. Mm-hmm. When she goes to bed, she would, like, reach under her pillow, hypothetically, and grab this list and be like, okay, are the police coming? No. Check. Is the toilet paper going to run out? No. Check. Uh, are you going to the bed at the same time as me? Check. Are you... <laughs> we, yeah. We, we, for a lot, a lot of times, we lied and said, yeah. But really, we would just go to bed. Really, we would come to, <laughs> to the living room. But anyway. What was it? What was the other one? Um, there was more. Are you going to leave the oh, house? Oh, are you going to leave the house? Shut no. the door. Are you going to shut the door? Which is our bedroom door. Yeah. Because they don't like our bedroom door to be shut. Which, I I get that. That's fine. After a while, I I sat her down and I was like, Caitlin, you ask me the same questions every single night and the answer is the same every single night. Don't you think it's time to stop asking those questions and just know that you're safe and that you're fine and you will not be any more safe than you are right here in this bed and it's okay to go to sleep. And then she still says that today. Like Yeah, right every now. night before bed we do the kisses, the tucking in. Shorten that rap that that rap then- sheet, that list <laughs> to and now every night when we put her to get to bed, all she says is, I know I'm safe. And then Kinsley says it now too. She goes, I'm safe. <laughs> yep. <her> blanket up. <laughs> and then and then it's just like hugs and kisses and it's just good night, girls. Bedtime is a breeze now. Yeah, so parent <laughs> failed a parent win all in one. Well, we just we just righted the wrong. <laughs> but we had a hard fail. That was a long fail. That I didn't realize hard, how long, long that fail. fail really bit us. Like, yeah. That bit us in the butt for a long, long, long time. And I feel like I I guess I should have known better, because I have anxiety and Caitlin definitely has traits of having 
a little bit of anxiety and I have her set up like she goes to the guidance counselor at school and, and she's been doing a lot better with it um, since then and just you know she had a lot of major changes in her life all at once so yeah. it makes sense and then the cop card saved me one day and I thought it would save me several other days not the truth so don't use it folks don't, don't, yeah, do don't it. ever threaten your child with police <laughs> and then you know when I got pulled over one day with her in the car she immediately started crying and I finally told her like listen Mommy was speeding. I was doing the wrong thing. The cop pulled me over to protect me because he's going to write me this ticket and I'm going to remember no more speeding. Mm. And that's going to help keep us safe. And I, you know, went into this whole thing about why they do what they do and it's to keep us safe. And I actually didn't get a ticket, but that's a whole other story. But, um, but yeah, you were, you got pulled over for going like 35 and a 25. Like it was kind of. I was doing 45 and a 25. Oh. But I had. With a child in the car? What were you thinking? I, I'm just kidding. I just know that that, so if, if, if our podcast does well, somebody's going to say that. <laughs> it's a, one of those streets that like you, you think it's a 35. Yeah, like you don't You were not know. driving recklessly. No. You were just going. I thought I was. You thought you were doing the speed limit. I thought it was not that far off anyway. <laughs> um, that was a good one. Yeah. What else? Oh, I remember. Um, <laughs> I feel like every parent can relate. Every parent can relate to this. Unless, like, if you're not having sex with your spouse, that's a whole other level of issues. Um, <laughs> I know where you're going with this one. Which is, like, <laughs> another podcast. Ben, ben and I do not lack in that department, to say the least. But um, What she's story. trying to say is we bang a lot. Let's hope your parents don't ever watch this. <laughs> my mom does. But it's cool. I'm really close with my mom, so it's fine. I'll have to edit that part out. No, it's fine. Um, when Ben first moved in, though, I thought I had a rule where, like, no sleeping together when the kids are home. We quickly broke that rule. but And we're normally really sneaky about it. But anyway, apparently one night, not so sneaky... I think something hit, like hit the wall. There's only a little thin um, <laughs> dry wall in between where our heads lie and where the girls' heads lie. There's just one wall in between yeah. the bedrooms. A bang occurred. And yeah, if you if you touch the wall like this, it's it's super like loud. <laughs> like it's so loud and it echoes. Yeah. So if you know something like that happened. <laughs> Uh, both the girls are shooting out of bed like, what? What was that? Yeah. I better go find out. And we're we're doing our thing. You know, we don't really notice that that happens. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, I yeah. Needless to say, I'm pretty sure this has happened to every couple ever that's ever had kids. <laughs> the kid ends up walking in on you when you're doing sexual things relations when you're having relations and um i just remember we were under a blanket we were under a blanket but like we were we were in there we were we were were engaged you were in there Uh, yeah we were engaged (laughs) (laughs) and i am staring two feet from me into the eyes of a five-year-old child that is quite humbling And we're just like, we're just snuggling. Go back to sleep. I'll come in and tuck you in in a minute. Okay. Yeah, and they don't get it. Like, they don't know what well, you're doing. Well, fast forward next day. <laughs> kids oh. in the car. And normally Ben comes with me to bring the kids to the bus stop. But I think he had to leave early that day or he had band practice that day or whatever. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. He didn't come that morning. And on the way there, 
all of a sudden, it's like silent in the car. We're tired. I'm drinking my to-go coffee yeah. that Ben made me. Kinsley and Caitlin and are looking sudden, at each other like, did you hear that? Did you say what? That was kind of weird. We should ask her about it. Let's ask her. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, Kinsley <laughs> goes, Mommy, what game were you and Ben playing last night? And I was like, uh, what? <laughs> What do you mean, my game? Best game ever! (laughs) (laughs) And I won. Um, But yeah, yeah. what did you say to her? What'd she ask that? Oh, I just said that. um, I go, oh, Ben was just silly, and when he went to lay down, he bunked his head on the wall. Oh, yeah. And then when we, we got home that night... Because we don't night, have a headboard. Because yeah. we don't have a headboard. So I thought that was pretty believable. Yeah. And um, when we got home that night, they were like, how did you do that? How did you hit your head? And I had to reenact a fake way of me getting into bed and hitting my head. So, like, there's a, four, a, a five-year-old and a two-year-old watching me, like, purposely bang my head off the wall in our bedroom <laughs> to try to, like... <laughs> just get rid of the the idea that we were having sex (laughs) the things you do you know what what are you gonna do (laughs) oh my lanta i don't know that's yeah if yeah yeah. if you are uh a couple right and you haven't had your children walk in on you you're um, not doing it enough you're not doing either either that or it's coming you are not immune it will happen Mm mm-hmm you think they're in the, the dead asleep. Yep. The next thing you know, and like sometimes you don't know how long they've been standing there. Like, it, let's be honest, it's happened to us more than once. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know how long they've been standing there. Because, like, you know, remember how we said earlier, Caitlin's like, are you going to shut the door? Like, we have to leave the doors open because they have. You know, it just, it just, that's, that's a to, battle we choose to forfeit. If they so leave happy, their you know? bedroom to go to the bathroom, because we have two bathrooms, Ben and I have our own bathroom, and then they have a bathroom across the hall from their bedroom. To get to that bathroom, they they can easily look to the right and see if our bedroom door is open. Yeah, or and if it's closed, they panic. It's a meltdown. It's just not worth it. Yeah, so that we, cho- we chose to just give them that battle. We'll keep the doors open. And there's been there was one time when we were under the covers doing our thing, and <laughs> <laughs> and I just hear mommy, and I look up and Kaylin is like next to the bed, which it's means Kinsley. She, it's Kinsley. Kinsley. Kaylin, Kaylin hardly has come. Oh, it's okay. always Kinsley. But she's like next to the bed, and she's only as tall as the bed. So all I see are her eyes. <laughs> like I see the top of her head and her eyes looking at me, and she's like a foot from me. <laughs> And that means she had to walk in and take, like, seven more steps to the bed. Yeah. And, you know, God knows how long it took her to do that. She's two. <laughs> so, like, she could have been moseying in or she could have ran in. We don't know. I don't know how long she was standing there on, at the end of the bed. Just, like, I, you don't, you just don't know. Mm-hmm. She could have been there for a minute. She could have been there for two seconds. <laughs> when all you hear is, Mommy. And then you see, and like, she's Batman funny? or something. We had just watched what what comedy special did we just watch on Netflix? And he talked about it. Kevin Hart. And then like two days later, it's Kinsley yeah, going, yeah. "Mommy, what game are you a Ben playing last night?" <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, "Oh my god!" And you're like, <laughs> "He was so you're like, right." How do you how do you play it off? How do you play it off? Uh, you know, if you're doing doing a doggy style, you can't play it off. You just gotta go. The best you can do is hut hut. <laughs> 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 
Hike the ball, baby! Hike the ball! And then it's like, We're playing hey, the Joneses hey, next get out of here! We're playing the Joneses down the street next week. Get out of here. <laughs> We're just practicing. And the best I could come up with is Ben banged his head on the wall. Yeah. Couple of times. That yeah, I'm not ashamed to talk about that at all because mm. I've you know when I was a kid I walked in on my parents, not a fun time. But I was old enough to know what was happening. Yeah, that happened to me. I don't know how many times I walked in on when I was five. I walked in on my parents as an adult. It was just, oh I was mortified. Let's not even talk about that. Okay, Moving yeah, on. New, new podcast. We'll do a whole other podcast that on that one, baby. Go. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> Things that make you go. Buh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What's the next parenting fail? Um, oh, I feel like every parent goes through this. Hmm. I remember when the girls first started eating solid food. They ate it all. Carrots, peas. I mean, if you could mash it up so they could eat it, they ate it. It it didn't matter. Now, all they want is not homemade mac and cheese. Mm-mm, that's nasty. They want craft <laughs> mac and cheese out of the box. Hot dogs, peanut butter and jelly, or breakfast for dinner. You could put a... Those are the four things that our kids will eat. Yep, you could put a lobster tail dinner made by Gordon Ramsay in front of them, and they would be like, what is this bullshit? Yeah. <laughs> I don't want this. If like, they cursed. Yeah. We'll get to yeah. that later. I, sw- I, I swear, like, if kids cur- if kids knew how to curse, it would be so funny. Cause it they, would be. They would do it. <laughs> I mean, Kinsley has, by accident. Well, anyway. Like, yeah. But, so, um, the point is, is Ben and I try to make mainly healthier meals throughout the week. And then we have, like, one night where we do pizza. Um, and then, like, a leftover night or, like, a finger food night or something. But we, we try to do, like, a, a protein and a vegetable. And we try to make it fun. Like, sometimes we do, like, chicken stir-fry with veggies or... Anyway, nine times out of ten, the kids won't eat it. No. It could yeah. be the best tasting thing I've ever made, and so they we, won't yeah, eat it. Yeah, we make two dinners. Um, we Well, it's not even like two dinners. It's like a, a dinner, a proper dinner, and then, you know, whatever we know the girls will eat mm-hmm. in case they don't eat whatever proper dinner we make. So if we make a nice, like, chicken stir fry with peppers and onions and chicken and broccoli. And carrots. Uh, sometimes... On a good day, the girls will be intrigued and they'll be like, let me try that. And they'll like it and they'll eat it. Mm-hmm. Most times, they're like, you know, the five-year-olds and two-year-olds eat with their eyes. They look at it, they decide they don't like it before they even try it or smell it. And you're just like, word, that's fine because we got our backup plan, hot dogs. Yep. Hot dogs have never, ever, ever failed. Nope. Ever. Nope, never. They would eat hot dogs every day for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Hot or cold. they could. Hot or cold. Bun matter. or no bun. Nope. So, like, we have... Plain or with condiments. 177 pack of hot dogs in the fridge right now. Truly. We <laughs> we do... If you've watched our podcast before, we do Peapod grocery delivery, and mm. we order the biggest pack of hot dogs that they sell at mm-hmm. a time because we go through so much of it. And I feel guilty in the sense that, like, hot dogs are not the healthiest thing. No, but, but it's... We cannot get them to eat. And I've had people be like, oh, well, just put what you make for dinner in the fridge. When they get hungry later, they'll eat. Bullshit. No, they won't. Mm-hmm. They don't. My ki- I cannot force my kids to chew it and swallow it. Like, they, they would go hungry. Mm-hmm. 
They would. They would. And, they and would if it's go one hungry. of the things like where it's like sleep training, like you know the kid has to go to sleep in their own bed. That took a long time, and I just wasn't sure we were ready to do that with food. Yeah. You know, like so. I feel like don't every- get me wrong. We don't just like say, "Do you like that? Do you want to eat this?" And they're like, "No." And then we give them hot dogs. We always make them a plate, put it in front of them, tell them they have to eat it. And then if they just don't, and then they get up from dinner, Ben and Mommy eat. And then when they say they're hungry, they get a hot dog. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Because, like, what else are you going to do? If anybody has advice for us, please let us know. Because please, eating is a very, very, very difficult thing for I us. don't want the advice to be to put it in the fridge because they'll eat it later. Because they won't. Yeah, that's that's bullshit advice. If you're gonna comment that, save it. I don't know. I'm just saying we've tried it. Yeah, I've tried it. It just doesn't work. <laughs> um, mm. And I do get guilt. Like I don't want them to go to sleep on an empty stomach. You because also, my girls are skinny as it is. Like they're skinny little girls. Yeah. Um, you also don't want to force feed certain foods to children because then you, people say you kind of deprive them from enjoying it as an adult. Right. You know, so right. like if you know, like I didn't eat chicken stir fry when I was a kid, but I love that shit now, mm. and um, I don't want that for them. I don't want them to be like my mom and dad used to make this for me, and they would. I, that's all. I had no choice. They yeah. just made me eat it, and I hated it. It was not my thing, and now if, every time I hear that word, I just I, I lose my appetite. Like you know, I don't want that. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely it's it's hard. That's definitely something that we're still struggling with. Um, if you do have advice, even if it is the refrigerator thing, I'll hear it out. But give me a story with it. Like, I want to hear, like, don't tell me to put the food in the fridge and then put <laughs> it later. Like, I need to hear a success story Yeah. with, with the advice. With the beginning, middle, and an end. <laughs> Please. And like, I want to know a time frame. Yeah. Like, if I know it'll work in three days, I'll do it. We need an essay. Yeah. Full essay. MLA. Case study. Yeah. I want a case study. Times New Roman, 12-point font. We can 11-point font. It was it was going towards 11-point font when I was in college. College is dumb. Anyway, that's another podcast. Another podcast. <laughs> I with you on that. Yeah, uh, I think I, a lot of people are I like Mike Rowe. I like his thinking on that. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Next, next parent fail. Um, and then should we go to wins soon? I feel like we need yeah, to Yeah, we've had parenting wins. We've been doing nothing but talking about the, talking about the bad... Don't just, let it, don't think that we're terrible parents. Yeah. We're just not afraid to tell you about the nitty gritty. And there's been stuff <laughs> like where I thought my kids could, you know, um, or, you know, I always bought Crayola paint. And, like, some of them are minor as that. Like, I would buy Crayola paint because it was super washable. I don't know what Crayola did to their formula. Not washable anymore. Parenting failed. Ruined brand new outfits that the mm, girls had. Because right. a year oh, ago. Right there, I'm not going to show you. But there's white and red paint on our couch. Yeah, there's white and and because well, it used off. to be so washable, like you could have them in all white. They'd get the Crayola paint all over them, wash it, it would come out, you wouldn't even know. And mm. now, not the case. I don't know what Crayola did, I don't like it, but it has created parenting fails for me. Um, and it cost us <laughs> money. Um, another. You go, baby, you go. Go ahead, continue. <laughs> I'm listening. Other parenting fails, like um, I'll be writing an offer, and I think that the kids are set up safely doing things, and the next thing you know, Kaylin or Kinsley um, cut up all of our checks to the IRS. Oh, that was a great fail. Yeah, so ben, we, we took our eyes off Kinsley and Kaylin for five minutes. And we were working. I was, I was editing videos, and, and Brittany had to write an offer, mm-hmm. so you did stations. 
Yeah. You set them up with like a coloring station, a, uh, Lego station, a Lego station, and they were like, "Oh my God, we get to rotate and do all this stuff." Station, like, we had they had a Play-Doh up. station. Yeah, they had it we all. We were like, "Give up. us twenty minutes," and then, oh man, that was so funny. It's so funny now, but you were so mad. We First had, off, we, we had our checks, our big checks, written out to the IRS to mail in, and Kinsley had cut those things wait, up with kid scissors up. so bad. Up. Not just to the IRS people. We are self-employed, so we have to send in checks to local state, government, federal. state, and federal. And yeah. we're not married, so we have joint filing. So it's, and we both lived in two different townships in 2018. Yeah, so we had 77 checks. So anyway, ten. And Kinsley che- cut up three it was, of them. I had ten checks that I had to write out that day from. Some from Ben's account, some from my account, but I wrote out all the checks, addressed all the envelopes, put stamps on every single one of them, and it took time. And I had to, you know, I tracked the check numbers in the checkbooks. I wrote the check numbers on our um, our tax stuff so I knew, like, if something ever came back, I'd be like, nope, yep, we paid 2018 state taxes with check number 129, right? So everything was documented. And everything was perfectly enveloped and stamped, and I had all of them in my purse because the next day I was going to take them to the post office because I didn't want to just put them in our any mailbox. I wanted to make sure they were at the post office. So you felt comfortable that they were getting to where they were going. Right. And because I didn't want, you know, it was our first year. Taxes are stressful. Both of us being (laughs) self-employed, I did not want to F it up. I didn't want to mess it up. Mm -hmm. They were good all day. The, the kids were awesome all effing day with those stations. They did phenomenal. There was a couple times where I had to get them like snacks or whatever, but they did great. Finally, I have to do something that really requires attention, finding an offer. I got to make sure I'm doing everything right because why mess up? I can cost someone thousands of dollars. Meanwhile, Kinsley realizes, and I am deep in thought. I'm staring at my laptop. I haven't looked up in five minutes. I'm on the phone. Like, I'm cranking. I'm working. And she knows she's not allowed to get in your purse. And she knows mommy's purse is off limits. Next thing you know, I look up, and there is cut-up envelopes all over my living room floor. And there's Kinsley with scissors. Like, look, mommy. That's scissors. Don't know where she got the scissors from. Well, they, she has those kid scissors. Yeah, but I don't I don't think I put them in her reach. I think she had to climb for them. Oh. Or Kaylin had them and left them That's in her probably reach. what happened. Kaylin was doing something, and Kinsley was like, well, big sister's doing that, so as soon as she puts it down, guess who's getting it? Well, Me. regardless. Kid scissors, people, not giant. Yes, yeah, they were like the little, and those kid scissors, <laughs> though, could cut through several pieces of paper, an envelope, and a check. Yeah. Um... But it was Ben's, it was our biggest check to the IRS. Our, yeah, our two biggest checks. It was she our two biggest checks up. to the IRS. It was, to the, it was our federal taxes. Mm-hmm. Um, and there I sat, because I, I was so embarrassed. I didn't want to call our accountant. We already gave our accountant all kind of a hard time, like, <laughs> with our state taxes, um, or our federal taxes, I mean. So I didn't want to call him for, like, more coupons. That like outline what we we had to send this coupon in with our check to show like our tax filing number and all this stuff because he filed them electronically for us but then we had to send in the check with this coupon and i was so embarrassed like oh my gosh chris spent so many hours on this the day before taxes were due like he did this for us on a saturday and taxes were due on sunday so mm-hmm. technically monday um, I was like, I am not calling him and asking him for more coupons. So there I sat at the dining room table with tape. 
<laughs> and you pieced them back together. I pieced it back together like a puzzle. And Kinsley is no longer. She was never allowed in my purse, but she's super not she's allowed super in my not. purse. She knows. She knows for a fact now. Yeah. We she's do not, not take things out of mommy's purse. You instilled mom fear into her. Mom fear happened. You can that give day. her if she if she's near your purse and you give her the look. She's, she's mom. Yeah, right, she you got, got it. Mom backing up. She got a good talking to, a timeout in her bed. Yep. Yeah. Is there any more parenting fails? Um. No, I think the only other one I can I had on here was I don't curse a lot. For those of you, you oh, know, I yeah, say F just, you know, instead of the F word. I say hackers instead of. The but if you ever, if you ever now and then let one slip, they're like, "That's a new word I never heard. I want to say it." Yeah. Well, but, I thought for sure it was going to be Ben because Ben curses like a sailor, and I thought for sure that it was going to be Ben's fault that the girls knew how to curse. Nope. One day. No, they know how to exclaim "I tooted" when they fart. Yeah, because of Ben. For me. Well, I'm in <laughs> the kitchen. You don't say excuse me. You say I tooted. I think I was cooking dinner. <laughs> Something fell on the floor, and I go, "Oh shit!" Kinsley just goes, <clears throat> "Oh shit!" <laughs> and I just look, and Ben gave me this look like I just it was you. It, it was you, yeah. and I'm like, "Me? Yeah. I say F. Yeah. I say." <laughs> Kinsley goes, oh shit, and Brittany and I start laughing. So oh. she's like, oh, that appeased the tall people. Huh. Oh shit. And mm-hmm. she just keeps saying it, and we're just losing it. And we're just like, stop it, stop it. Ha 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 ha. Oh my god. Stop it. You can't say that. Ha ha ha. It's so funny though. You know? <laughs> it was cute. But yeah, she's just like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. But yeah. I curse, say, cursing. Um, oh yeah. Your kid's gonna curse. Yeah. I got caught cursing on the answer machine by accident. Yeah, I remember yeah. that story. <laughs> um, but wins. Let's talk about wins. Yeah. Um, well, the first win was um, the sleep training thing. Mm-hmm. Before before the, the police thing happened, when we actually hunkered down and decided to sleep train the kids, and uh, it was not easy. You you Sleep training involves... A lot of unanswered crying right mm-hmm so you just like let them cry for 45 straight minutes and you sit there and you're like oh my the real God. Win you, feel, you feel really bad about not going and you know tending to them but like that's what does it the real win was you started it and then we both started it was we finally told them when you cry Mommy doesn't Just come. because you want someone to lay with you or when you cry, you know, for something that's not like a safety concern, m- mommy doesn't come. We only come in the morning or if there's something urgent that you need. And they understood what that meant. Yeah. Um, and they finally realized like, okay, you know, now if they're sick and they have fevers, that's a whole nother level. Yeah. You have to say urgent too. Because we said, you know, if you need something, mm-hmm. you, like, let us know. And then Kaylin was coming into the bedroom going, can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. And then you'd be like, what's your question? And she would stand there for a whole minute and try to think of something to ask you. Like, really, she just wanted attention. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you had to be like, unless you need to pee or are dying, mm-hmm. you know, or you need something urgent. 
something serious. You have to go to bed. Yep. Um, and I will tell you, it's still hard for Kaylin to wake up. Their bedtime is at 7.30, which seems early. But again, they have to get up at 6. And Kaylin, on a weekend, we even still make them go to bed pretty much on time on the weekends, unless we're like out doing something. But most of the time, they still go to bed at 7.30. And she could sleep in until 9. Mm-hmm. Easy. So... No judgment there, but it's just they they need it. They need to go to sleep, and if they if we let them stay up past then, they're it's horrible in the morning. Yeah. Like fits, they're because they're tired and they're they're not easy to deal with. Um, but some wins I think would be definitely sleep training. I would think the bunk beds when we finally got them bunk beds, that was a win. Um, because they share a room, and with sharing a room, it, it's it's not a small room, but when you put two beds in it, it makes it small. Yeah, and they used you to take not take a lot of surface area with beds. Yeah, they used to not have a lot of room to play, so Kaylin would constantly lock Kinsley out of the room, so she could have her space. Mm-hmm. So that would cause fights. Well, finally, Ben and I got the girls bunk beds. Um, ben put them together very well for me one night and it's been a breeze ever since bedtime has been even easier after the sleep training because they were so excited to go in their beds Mm -hmm. there's been no fighting over top bunk versus bottom bunk um kaylin has no longer locked kinsley out of the room because if she needs her space she just goes to the top bunk where she sleeps yep and her space is her bed and it's and Kinsley's space is her bed, and it's completely that that level of separation has solved all the issues, and yep. they have so much more room for yeah. activities. I'm sure that there's going to be a time when Kinsley, who is two, attempts to climb to the top bunk by herself, and there's an accident. That's our fear. I'm sure that that's something like that may happen, like because you can't when they when they're in there playing like. They're in their room. You're not going to stand in their room and watch them mm-hmm. all the time. So if Kinsley turns three and she decides she wants to climb up to Kaylin's bunk bed, like, you know, I'm 28. I can still fall out of a bunk bed. You know, <laughs> there yeah, are like, railings to keep them up there, but the ladder is still just a straight up ladder, you know? Yeah, I guess she'll learn. She'll learn. That's what, that's what I'm saying. That's I love um, that attitude because I don't think you should shelter a kid when they're young, like, you know, for instance, i.e., example, um, <clears throat> you know, if they're going out and riding their bikes, I don't think they need knee pads, elbow pads, shin guards, a helmet, no. and a neck brace. Stop. What? They need a helmet. Well, the, a helmet is fine. I just threw that in well, there because that I'm was the saying. other year. They do need to wear a helmet. I'm cool with that. But I don't think they need all that other stuff because if, they, if you fall on your bike, it's supposed to hurt. That's how you learn to, to like stay upright on the bike that's your incentive that's your driving force because falling sucks if you just fall down and you don't feel anything like you're just going to be a dopey bike rider for the rest of your life like yeah. <laughs> you got to learn because there's consequences consequences are in place for learning purposes I mean I don't want my kids to get hurt by get skin knees and stuff but head injuries are a whole nother level so yeah I didn't I didn't mean I to just, lump you know a, yeah. a, a helmet in the same category as a shin guard I just you know? don't want people to think that so let's just be we're just being clear okay well stay neutral 
I'm not saying to say neutral, but I am saying I am pro-helmet wearing. Oh, I am too. That's all I'm saying. Even though when I was a kid, I never wore a helmet. I think times are changing a little bit. But also, when I was a kid, I had to get stitches in my head because I fell off my bike. Mm-hmm. You know, shit like that. I'm not saying... Yeah, I'm not saying it. I'm just saying that I am pro-helmet. Yeah. I get, like, all the other stuff. But what other... Is there any other parenting wins? Um, I think the girls have great taste in music for the most part. Kinsley Because <laughs> he's a metalhead. Kinsley's favorite band is the Small Town Titan. She is super obsessed. Her favorite member is Johnny. She loves drums. And she actually said to me the one day that her and Johnny are alike. She said, Mommy, Johnny and I are the same. And you're like, how? And mind you, she's two. <laughs> and she go, and I said, how, how are you and Johnny the same? Like, I can't think of anything that they have in common. <laughs> you know what I mean? Except yeah. they both like rock music, I yeah. guess. And Kinsley goes, I have drummers. Johnny has drummers. She well, calls drums drummers. Yeah, she calls drums drummers. <laughs> and um, her drummers are little VTech light-up drummers. And she compares them to Johnny's professional <laughs> DW kit. But whatever. <laughs> or pearl um, kit, whatever he has. <laughs> whenever she found out John is going to be riding in the car with us to one of the shows because the kids are going to come along for like a family trip. Um, and I explained to the girls that they have to be on their absolute best behavior because Johnny's going to ride down with us. Kinsley was like, Johnny? In my car? And not Ben? And I was like, no, Ben is coming. John's coming. Mommy's going to yeah. sit in the back seat with you. And she's like, Johnny? In my car? Yeah. So, like, so excited. <laughs> so Kinsley, Kinsley watches our YouTube videos all the time, and she knows John and Phil from mm-hmm. the videos, and they've been to the house. When those guys walk in the house and Kinsley gets to see them in the flesh, she looks at them like she is looking at, like, her favorite Disney princess just walked in the mm-hmm. door. She's like, oh, my God. Like, they're cartoon characters to her. Yeah. <laughs> it hasn't hit That's her so that, funny. like, She gets so normal. giddy and shy. She's like, oh, my God, they're here. Oh, my God, Mom, is this real? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> she doesn't say a word. Doesn't say a word. And she's not shy. Um, she likes Slipknot. She likes Disturbed. System of a Down. System of a Down. She just she loves Caitlin rock music. likes Bieber. Yeah, Kaylin is like our little girly girl. And some of the music Kaylin listens to, we don't so much. However, Super Paranoid, both the girls love Silver Wings by Merle Haggard. <laughs> and they love Patsy Cline. And Kaylin is an Elvis fan. Oh. Well, they both like Frank Sinatra. I'll tell you what, Merle Haggard is growing on me, and that's only because of you. Good. You know, not, not a big Merle fan. I'm not a big country fan in general. But, you know, I'll be damned. The more, listen, the more you listen to it, the more you're just like, silver wings shining <laughs> in the sunlight. Okay. Yeah. That's a wifey win. <laughs> that is a wifey win. <laughs> um, both girls, if I ask them, where do you want to go to eat? McDonald's. Well, if they don't say McDonald's, the other option, they say, is Starbucks. Oh, yeah. I'm going to call that a win. Sometimes it's a lose because it costs money. Yeah, it's but like $8 for a cake pop. They want cake pops and cookies. Um, I remember one time I asked Kaylin what her favorite restaurant was, and she was like, Starbucks. And I was like, yes. <laughs> um, so I call that a win. 
Um, McDonald's Playhouse is free, and it's the best bribe ever. We got the girls to finally... It's kind of funny that we're talking about this, but... Because in the beginning, we said about how bad the pool situation was, but um, we bribed the girls with McDonald's Playhouse if they would jump in the pool without Ben having to catch them with their floaties on. They could jump in the pool and not have to have an adult there. (laughs) Just teach them bravery. But they know that we have to be in the pool for them to jump in. Um, But they wouldn't. They were afraid to, probably because of what happened last summer. But... (laughs) <laughs> this summer we were like no you're fine you have your flo- as long as you have your floaties on like you're gonna float you need to jump in well finally my brother tried bribing them with five dollars like you can each have five dollars for a toy at target and wouldn't jump i go i will take you to mcdonald's tomorrow night for dinner you can have happy meals and play in the playhouse if you jump in that pool and don't make us catch you all afternoon immediate, <laughs> immediately splash <laughs> oh my gosh i float this is so much fun i can swim this is great. So I call that a win. That is a win. That is a win. Um, sleepy Grapes. That's a win and a fail. Well, it's a lie, but so is Santa Claus. I hope your kid, I hope no one's kids are listening to this. Nobody, no, nobody's kids are listening an hour and a half into this podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so K- Kaylin has trouble sleeping some nights, and it's it's not her fault. She's just like, I can't sleep. I don't know what to do. So I said, oh, Brittany and I, we, well, the whole family, really, we enjoy frozen grapes at night sometimes. That's like a, a, an often midnight snack that we do. So <clears throat> I get the grapes out of the freezer, and what I do is I take these frozen grapes, which are rock hard, and I run hot water over them until they float in the bowl. And then, then they're like little grape slushy balls. So... I told Kaylin that Ben and Mommy sometimes have sleepy grapes before bed to help us sleep, and it's a special ingredient that I add to the grape to help her sleep, which really, it's nothing. I just run hot water over it, and I hand her the grape, and she thinks it's a sleepy grape. She, she comes into the room, and she's like, I, I can't sleep. Guys, I don't, know, I don't know what to do, and I'm like, do you want a sleepy grape? And she's like, is that going to work? And I'm like, yeah, try it. I can only, and I told her I was. I played it hard on her. I was like, I can only give you one, because if I give you two, you might not wake up in time tomorrow, because you'll be super sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I can only give you one. So when I handed her this grape, she was like, Oh my god, this is for real. I'm getting a sleepy grape. I'm such a big girl. This is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so I give her this the sleepy grape, and she eats it. And that night, the first night that happened. She just went to sleep and yep. woke up fine the next day. And now, whenever she goes to bed, if she comes into the room and she can't sleep, I'm just like, do you need a sleepy grape? Or she comes in, can I have a sleepy grape? Yep. And that's usually, she does it very nicely, and that's usually after, like, an hour of her being in bed. And she can't, she still hasn't fallen asleep. Then she gets up and she's like, I can't sleep. Can I have a sleep? And we're like, yeah, I'll get you a sleepy grape. Boop, hand her the sleepy grape, and she's off to bed. And whenever I make a sleepy grape, she can see the kitchen from her bed. So I, so she can tell if I'm just, like, running water over the grape or not. So, like, I have to open the cupboards and close them and, like, pick jars up and slam them down and, like, make it, like, rattle stuff together to make it seem like <laughs> I'm adding these special ingredients to the grape. It really is just the grape. It really is just a grape. <laughs> And I give her the grape, and she's all good. But yeah, yeah. Babe, I'll be honest with you. 
I think I think we've talked a lot about parenting wins and fails, and I really gotta pee. <laughs> so we should probably wrap this up, unless you got another win. No, I was about. I was thinking the same thing. Um, I think the best win is that we just we try every day to Ooh. do our best, and sometimes doing our best means we fail forward, and we learn from our mistakes. And there's no right or wrong way to parent. Um, ever. Ever. There should never. Well, be. I, let, let's let's not say that. There's a wrong way to parent. If you're a shitty the, parent, okay. you're a shitty parent. Well, I think people get what we're saying. Though. Yeah. What we're saying is, there shouldn't be judgment, because I do feel like most parents, a good majority, are trying to just do their best, and sometimes it is just trial and error, and we're just doing what we can to nobody to knows. get by. No child is identical. Nope. I mean, just because. This way of potty training worked for this one doesn't mean this potty training worked for this one. And just because this worked for this child doesn't mean it's going to work for that child. And once you think you figured it out, they're, they've changed, they've grown, they've developed a little bit more, they've matured a little bit more. Now you got to start all over again. And there's constantly peaks and valleys, and it's a constant learning experience and I think every parent has fails and wins but I think you're always winning as long as you're learning from those fails yep. and, and I like I said failing forward and yeah. I feel like that's what we've always done for sure I, th- I think I'm pretty um, sure every time you put Kinsley in the car you'll always make sure one door is always open until now you get inside that is a learning experience <laughs> keys will be in me. your pocket Whew. and not in the car yep. I don't think anybody really knows has all the facts it's just, uh, nor do we. We just have a better idea of how to do it now than we did last year. And next year, we'll have a better idea of how to do it than we did this year. You know, it's just, it's a learning experience and it's ongoing. Just do your best and have fun with it. They're children. Yeah. Did you want to tell them about how they can, like, leave a message? I don't understand what that is, but... Oh, there's this thing on our podcast on Anchor that you can, like, send us a voice message. If you want to be a part of the podcast and send us, like, you know, your thoughts on parenting or any stories that you have or any ideas. Or a Q&A. Or a Q&A. Anything you, like, a question or anything you guys want to send to us that you think we might want to hear or that we might want to share on this podcast. Because those voice messages that you send to us, which will be in our show notes down below, you can... <clears throat> send us audio messages and they can actually be a part of our podcast so which is cool so we can play your question or your thoughts and then we can respond to them and all kinds of stuff and we're figuring out how to use it so if you guys want to leave us one that would be awesome I'll just do it at the link in the show notes on anchor.com where that's where we do our podcast so do it up there but yeah Spotify Apple Music you can find all this stuff now we're getting out there. Brittany and I updated our cover photo today for our podcast. It's getting official. Let's get it going. But anyway, thank you guys for listening. Uh, as long as you guys listen, we'll keep recording. And, yeah, contact us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that stuff. You know, we will, you know, be super happy to talk to you and hear your feedback on this stuff. It's uh, a lot of the issues that we're going to discuss on these podcasts are very controversial or very widespread and relatable to people that live similar lives like us to self-employed parents living <laughs> pretty much you know <laughs> with everything that goes with it and we're just going to talk to you about 
all the nitty gritty that a lot of people kind of hide or like don't want to talk about or really only put the best foot forward. We talk about the other foot. (laughs) (laughs) This foot. This foot. (laughs) Peace out, guys. We will see you in the next podcast.